you're listening to the Poster Boy Podcast. Our mission is to help young entrepreneurs in small-town America start, grow, and manage 21st century businesses. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, this is Chad. Hey, and this is Drew. Today we have another quote. Chad, what's that quote for today? All right, so our quote today is, Trust the process. Your time is coming. Just do the work and the results will handle themselves by Tony Gaskins. Man, what a quote. And I'll tell you, Chad, I feel like I'm hitting a stride right now in my business, in my where really that first sentence, trust the process, your time is coming. Like that feels like that's something where we can tell you, but you almost have to feel it to believe it. What do you think, Chad? Well, I want you to know when I was reading this quote, um, I immediately thought about you because I've watched you grow and I've watched you, you know, specifically 12 in the last 12 months, or, you know, I guess we're in March right now. So the last 15 months I've watched you transform and I've watched you apply all of the things that you and I talk about. And it just takes time. You know, it's like, how can, how can you sum up how to build a business? You sum up two words, hard work. I mean, end of the yep. day, period, end of story. It takes time. It takes doing it. It takes sacrifice. And But if you do it and you stick with it, with anything, if you continue to, now obviously you can't, you can't be Albert Einstein and do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Right. But if you stick with it, like Drew, Chad, very, very much living proof that it works. Yes. Let me let me tell a really excited story or emotion that comes from this quote. And it's a over the last few weeks, this this thought has really become more clear and less fuzzy in my mind. You know, like when you get an emotion, you don't know what it means, but it start to come become more clear. And I'll, and I'll I'll take the listeners back to when they were in high school, right? They were, mm-hmm. you know, 13 to 18 um, and to many young adults into college. Remember, I I did my stint, my 10 years in corporate America, right? Different agencies, different businesses. In when you're when you're 13 to 18, if you're assuming you don't have life circumstances that make this not normal your youth, you don't think about bills. Like you're, you're not 14 and thinking about bills unless, you know, your mom lets you have a, your focus is on the things that are just fun. They're right in front of you. They don't matter. You can shift around. You've got interests that are weird. Like there's just being a, being a teenager, <laughs> you know? Yep. And then, then when you're, you're 18 to 25, you're really thinking about life and your, your mind, if you, if you've gone into the workforce and you've gotten a job you realize that your time has become meaningless and that has been a, it has been assigned a dollar amount per hour. The things you worry about are paycheck to paycheck. I'm going to get paid in two weeks. All right. You know, I'm going to, it's going to be gone two days after that. Right. Like you, and if you do that long enough and for, for those who are halfway through their careers and they're thinking to themselves, man, it's time for a career change. Having a job teaches you that, you have to show up every day. You're going to get paid the same amount most of the time, regardless. And mm-hmm. where I'm going with this is that in the last year and more so recently, I asked myself, I mean, could I, could I get a job? Like, could I go back to having a job? Like, what would that be like? <laughs> and the, the mindset 
internally, I told myself that it would be the worst mistake ever. Like it doesn't matter if I've got, you know, recurring revenue or some sort of passive income of a thousand dollars a month, I will live at $900 a month. There is no both. world in which I would ever have a job. And where where does this all go to the quote? That coming from having a job, the process is show up, do your job, go home, get paid every two weeks. Your time is coming is your next promotion. Do the work and the results will handle themselves is a promotion. But whenever you own a business or you're an entrepreneur, it is literally dynamic. It's changing and you control the process. And you're always like that vision of where you're going. It can, it can be fuzzy, but at least you're not showing up to a job. And that's, I don't know. I don't know. Like Chad, like I just getting excited about <laughs> like feeling like a teenager again, <laughs> owning yeah. a business and having different cares. I mean, honestly, I cleared every meeting on my book yesterday and just took a day, you know, entrepreneurship. And again, you don't know it until you feel it. You just have to believe it. Someone has to tell you like Chad has to tell you, <laughs> you know, I take, I, it's funny you say that I take a couple hours every day and just go walk the beach. So I am very aware that I probably yes. would not, you know, I have said many times I would make a terrible employee today, like terrible because I'm so used to like, you know, just doing things on my schedule when I want. And I can tell you this, like the honest to God truth for me is it, if you, what failure to me would be, would be having a job. And I know we've mentioned that in a previous podcast yeah. when we talk about the fear of failure, but that for me is the ultimate fear would be having to have a job. Um, but yep. Man, whenever I look at this, I can tell you that trust the process, okay? So when we first started franchising, it's been interesting, okay? So at first, what we were doing was we found we were making a mistake, okay? And he, here's the mistake we were making. We were marketing to people that had never even contemplated owning a franchise, while we thought they would be great people for us, they would be if they were employees, but they were the wrong person to sell a franchise to, okay? And we refine it. And like you said, it's dynamic. You're, it's, it's continuously evolving. And so each, each day, each week, we look at the quality of leads that come through our door. We look at the quality of you know people that we've attracted, and we want to determine are we on the right path? And it took us a minute in the beginning, but once we got it and we felt really confident with the, you know, the percentage of calls that we were having daily of people that we thought were qualified, you know, now look, we won't accept just anyone. I mean, it's, it's, this is a marriage and we're, the interview is process is, is lengthy with us. But, um, what we learned is, and actually this was a lady that, that works with me and she's, she's amazing. Her, um, she she we, we she used to work at a karate studio is where where we met and um, she helps us with with sales now with franchises and one of the things she said to me was I said you know Karis like they, one of the sorry Drew I'm, I know I'm going in circles here but one of the questions that was asked to us was like margins and so whenever you have a franchise I'm not sure how familiar you with are with it or anyone out there but you have to have something called a franchise disclosure document and in this document you have to have something called an item 19 and this item 19 is where you take either a current franchisee or something that would operate in a similar model to a franchise and you have to disclose some portion of the financials that you are willing to discuss 
So for ours, you know, we discussed like the number of posters sold. And one of the metrics that we measure in our item 19 is the number of days worked in a month. Because, you know, the average person works 20 days in a month if they're working five days, you know, out of the week, four, four weeks out of the month. Whereas our people are making more money than these people working six days out of the month or, you know, eight days out of the month. So we started finding that when we were disclosing these, this information, people had unrealistic expectations. Okay. They were like, well, I, I want this percentage. You know, I know that a print only costs this and it's, they don't understand how a business really works. And they don't understand that we have software development. They don't understand the supply chain issues you have. They don't understand like the training infrastructure you have to build and the cost that goes into that. And they don't understand the amount of money we had to spend to find them because they weren't the first phone call. They could have been phone call number 100, which means if every phone call lasted an hour, you had 100 hours of someone making $30 an hour. All of a sudden it costs us $3,000 to find that person. And these are the things that people don't understand. And, you know, when we were getting some people that were looking for like super, like unrealistic margins, um, this lady that works with me, uh, she said, you know, Chad, let's trust the process and trust the system we've built. Like we just have to accept that some people aren't right for us. Because the people that we do have, they're making really good money with it. Their return on investment is like through the roof. And, you know, the people that are working with us are very happy. And we have a very, we have a pretty big company. And so, um, you know, she just said, Chad, trust the process. And, you know, when she said that to me, it changed a lot about the way I was thinking about it. Because, you know, I'm one of those where, like we talked about in our previous podcast, if your customer's unhappy, it's an opportunity to learn. So anytime some, someone's unhappy, I'm thinking, how can we refine it to make it better for everyone? But sometimes, you know, in this scenario, these aren't people that are really set out to own a business, if that makes sense. It, it does. And very wise of her to say that. And as you were sharing your story about this piece of growth, it made me think to myself, is this, is this quote one of those quotes that you just like it's a reminder to yourself. Like it's not like, I don't, I don't know yeah. if like, if I, de if I purchased, you know, a leading collegiate business book and chapter one was trust the process, <laughs> your yeah. time is coming. Like, I, I don't know if that would be anywhere in that book, right? Like that, yeah. you know, yeah. but like, this is the book of hard knocks and life lessons and lessons learned of um, like almost reminding yourself in the midst of frustration right? Chad being frustrated that he's getting poor leads or that, that processes aren't moving as fast as they are. You just have to remind yourself that the, the process is going to work as long as you put in the work, right? Like I, if we think yeah. back to one of our earlier podcasts, I mean, you actually have to do the work, right? Like you have to, yeah. you have to put in the time and the effort, but just remember that the time and effort actually, it means something. It's not meaningless. You just have to trust the process and know that your time is coming. Well, you know, uh, Drew, something on this that uh, maybe I'm branching off of the quote a little bit, but something for me that I find, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I mention this all the time at work, is that I thoroughly enjoy the difficult problems that in my company that we attempt to solve on a daily basis and some of the things that we've been able to accomplish. Because if things are easy, then the process and the things that you go through, they're not sustainable. 
Because trust me, if you can start a company today and you can do $10 million this year, I promise you, someone else will find out and they will start it and they will compete with you. And you will. And if it's that easy, you will have 10,000 of them in the next three months because yes. word gets out and that's how it works. Like yep. you do not, you know, I, I, I probably, and if you're listening and you are thinking about entrepreneurship, I can't tell you the number of, I would love to, actually, I would love to see this, the number of search results for easy businesses to start. Well, let me tell you how you should know not what business not to start is if it shows up on that list. Because <laughs> if it shows up on that list, I promise you the process is not hard. Therefore, if the process is not hard, it is not sustainable. Right. You know, um, right. if you look at all of the, the businesses that make it, it's the ones that have, like you said, the hard knocks. I mean, it is difficult. But, you know, the process is this. This is the process. And Drew, I think you'll agree with this. The process is do something. Look at where you didn't do it well. Look at how you could refine it, then refine it, then do it again. Then do the same exact process. Learn what could have gone better, what could what was what was improved. Now how would we improve it? Then refine it again and then refine it again and refine it again until you get to a point where unlike Albert Einstein of doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results, you are quite content with doing the same thing over and over again expecting the same or a similar result. And yep. that will be, that right there will tell you that you've made it. Yep. Man. That's, that's how you know. It, I, <laughs> I love that you, you did what I'm sure every entrepreneur does. And I've done it. <laughs> Googling, <laughs> Googling business ideas, easy business ideas, business ideas for $5,000, like whatever it is. <laughs> You're exactly yeah. right because you are one of the other um, <laughs> chumps that have Googled that and someone's going to get unlucky and actually pick the starting a landscaping business. You know, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, what I started a vending business. So I know all yeah, about you, it, buddy. Gumballs. You know, but like the, the business is made for growth. There has to be something there, at least innovative. But, let, you know, as you were describing, um, as you were describing that process, it made me think of, of an analogy, Right. Where if you're, you know, just do the work and the results will handle themselves, that you have to be going somewhere and you have to have some direction that you're processizing or going to. And the analogy that came to mind was, say you say there was something a mile away from you, right? You're in the middle of nowhere and a mile in whatever direction, there's a thing you want really bad. If you're if you're going to run to it, you're going to get over the hurdles quickly and you're going to ultimately get to that thing much quicker. If you're walking, you're probably going to go over the same hurdles. Maybe you see the hurdles from a different perspective, but you'll eventually get there. If you're just standing there and looking at that thing a mile away, you're never going to have the challenges. You're never going to come up upon the hurdles. There's no process to be had. Your time isn't coming. You're just stationary. Yeah. You actually have to be going somewhere for this time, trust, work hard formula to actually work out. Yeah. You know, and while you're saying that, Drew, it made me think about another problem I see with people that are getting started. Um, so, man, I, I, I don't make sure I explain this well. Maybe you'll have to help me with this. But so whenever people get started in business and they get their first taste of success, they think they're bulletproof. And they all of a sudden start jumping into a million different things. 
And if there's one thing that I personally know from experience that I can tell you that could not be more true, let me say this, at least in my existence and my experience in business, is by being careful what you put your time towards. So for example, um, I, well, prime example, I had a vending business. Okay. So when I first started out in college, I wanted to build some passive income with some money I was making from posters. So I took this money and I started buying three headed gumball machines. I would buy one. They were like 200 bucks. I would buy one a week. Okay. I bought them from this company. I think it was called like 1-800-VENDING or something. So it was like 20 bucks. And then once you had like 10 of them, you could pay this guy like $25 a machine. He would get them in a, in a restaurant or a insurance agency or whatever for you or whatever. And then you go and service them once a month or whatever. Well, the thing is I put, I built up this vending business to have like, I don't know, 50 or 75 vending machines. And then all of a sudden I'm having to put all this time and energy into going out and changing these things and they're breaking. And the truth is I didn't want to put my time into it. And so these, let's say I'm putting, I don't know what the time was. Let's say I'm putting 20 hours a month, five hours a week into it. Well, the thing is I didn't care about it. Okay. And so what you talked about with going to in a direction you have to be have a clear direction and the direction can't be just to make money. The direction has to be what is your actual objective. And so for me in in the vending example, all it was doing was distracting me from what actually was a really good business and getting it further along. So every single month that I spent 20 hours uh, you know, not tending to the poster company and I was tending to this business this vending business which lasted for a really long time, I, I, by the end of the year, I'd probably put, you know, 240 hours, which if you think about that, that's six weeks of time that I had taken away from the poster company that I could have been that much further along and working on that process that was buying these machines in the first place. The machines weren't buying themselves. You know, I mean, I would make $10 on one or I think I had 50 of these things. I probably had $10,000 in them and, or let's see, you know, 50 times 20 would be a, yeah, probably $10,000 and I'm making like $300 a month or $500 a month on them. It was like terrible, <laughs> so, you know, but yet here I am yeah. committing 20 hours a month and, you know, these 20 hours in my other company would have been way more profitable. Absolutely. So I hope that makes sense. Like, you it know, does. just because it does, you know, like I get people asking me to invest in partner in businesses all the time today. Like, I cannot tell you the number of opportunities that get pitched my way you know, a prime example yesterday, yesterday alone, I got asked to, you know, invest in mining in cryptocurrency because it's the, you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm just not going to put in the time. So if I'm not going to put in the time, it's not part of my process. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let me just paint a picture before I, I reply to that, which is imagine Chad driving around to 60 different locations <laughs> once, <laughs> once a month oh, to collect man, quarters bad. and insert gumballs. Uh, that just that seems bad. That seems painful. M mind bad. you, my five and seven year old are those screaming brats that say, daddy, daddy, can I have a quarter to put, to put in there? Yep. You have to tell them no. So thank you. Thank you. Gumball industry for driving me. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I learned a lot about the gumball industry. I'm not going to lie. Cause obviously I had to put the time into figuring it out. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, the, something Chad, you mentioned, uh, maybe it was off camera a few weeks ago, or, or I, may, I think we may have mentioned on the podcast was you said something really wise 
you said, Drew, what is, what is the digital number in the bank account mean to you? And then I went on to this inward panic of trying to come up with a smart reply. And, and the reality is that it, the question is, why do you let a digital number run your life? And if, if the goal is a digital number, you're not going to get satisfied easily, right? Like just yeah. wait for inflation to destroy your nice yeah. digital number, but it's time. And just like you mentioned in your gumball example, and like the, a part of the quote, your time is coming. What if time is the only currency that there is? And if you're going to invest your time into something, you only get 40 hours. Well, I mean, you, I don't know how many hours you have in a week, like just being awake and asleep, but imagine you've only have 60 to 80 hours a week to put into something. It, yeah. You gotta you gotta make sure that you're not wasting that time on the wrong efforts, and that's if you're running your business and you're trying to make strategic innovations at your, you know at the organizational level, mergers and acquisitions, right? Something highfalutin, yeah. or at the solo or entrepreneurship level, you're trying to say to yourself, "Do I invest my time and energy in one product or service, or one customer, or this customer?" As such, you know, bring. I think I think you brought in time as time is the only and most important currency at the right time in this conversation. Yeah, you know, and, and something funny you said, I think it's interesting and I think anyone listening should really think about like, how, it's it's amazing how powerful a digital number on a login screen, what it can do to you. Like it's really, it's almost scary how, you know, let's say you were to log in tomorrow and, and that thing was, you know, it had a, a minus sign behind it. Or in front of it, right? It has a yeah. minus sign. Well, yeah. all of a sudden, um, what do you feel? Right? You feel panic. You feel overwhelmed. You feel like you have to race to get something done. But what if you log in tomorrow and it's got, you know, it's got like a one M in front of it, right? I don't know if people know that, but when you, when that's, that's like what it goes to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like what if you have a one M all of a sudden you're feeling like high in the world, but what changed? What changed with your day? What changed with what you were going to do? What changed with everything about your life? What changed with your relationship with your wife or your children? What changed with, you know, having lunch this afternoon? Nothing. There was nothing different at all. Yep. And that's yep. the thing that is, to me, it's like, it's almost nerve wracking that so many people spend their life thinking about what they would do if they had X, Y, Z. Whereas for me, I just do it. Like, Listen, you can travel on any budget. And look, obviously, Drew, I'm, I'm mentioning travel. You and I have had a lot of discussions about this because you know that it's a really important thing in my life is traveling and being in warm climates and seeing a lot of unique places. I just, I really enjoy it. And I, le I learn from culture. But I'll tell you right now, you can stay in Cancun with a family of four. You can stay for a month for $1,000, you know, and it costs you 600 bucks to get there and 1600 bucks and you could live on 400 bucks while you're there. Easy. You can live $2,000 for an entire month in Cancun. I know from experience because I've done it. Um, you know, I know what you can do. You can travel, you know, you can travel to Miami and you have multiple options. You can rent an Airbnb that's, you know, 500 or $1,000 a night, or you can rent a room in someone's house that costs you $20 a night. You know, and all of a sudden you can rent monthly rentals for $400 and $600. Like there, you can do anything on any budget 
if you are determined, which again, it goes back to, it's the same thing as building a business. Every single thing about that quote applies to life. It applies to business. It applies to everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I think is so powerful. Yep. It's just another way of saying it, you know, it takes time and effort to do anything, anything of, of anything remarkable takes time and effort. It's not just going to drop on your lap. And if it did, then you wouldn't really feel like you earned it or it was, it had no value because you didn't put the time and effort into it. Right. Like it's, you know, like, you know, thinking about our past podcast, I put a lot of time and effort into that 200 something dollar photo shoot. <laughs> and I'm, not getting, I'm not getting any of that time or any of that effort back. I got a lesson out of it, many lessons out of it, but I'm not getting the time back. Um, you know, and, and just a, fu- a fun way to look at this quote too. And I'm, this is totally cheeky, but trust the podcast. Your time is coming. Yeah. <laughs> is it, yeah. isn't it just the case that we're just, we're blanket telling entrepreneurs, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen between now and year two and year five. Just get yeah. ready and just keep going. Like it's just, don't stop. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. You're going to get high. It's going to get low. You're going to grow, but you just, everyone, uh, anyone of any merit or worth they went through that same process and it just took time. But you know, Drew, the thing is, I think, so, uh, you know, Peter always tells me that the building is the most fun. It's like not having it, having it is not, is not the answer. It's the building, it's the journey. And so many people get caught up in a destination and it's in all things. Okay. With, with goals, things like that, they get caught up in, in a destination versus appreciating the moment appreciating the day, appreciating what you're experiencing, appreciating the heartache, the headache. Sometimes it seems hard to do that, but you know, if if you don't go broke, and trust me, I have gone really broke. It is really hard for someone who grew up in a very wealthy life that was given wealth and they it's hard for them to appreciate it. You know, you think about people that live on the ocean. Half of most of them don't even go to the beach. But yet when you go on vacation, it's all you want to do. People that live in Colorado or they live in Montana, like, you know, you and I, we love the mountains. We want to go to the mountains in the summertime and things like that. They live there. They don't even go in the mountains. They don't hike anymore. It's, it's amazing. It's like the, you know, the law of diminishing return. The more you do something, the less like it does for you. And I think it's important if you're listening and you're starting your business be appreciative of the problems, be appreciative of the moment. You know, and don't wait on the destination to look back and be proud of yourself. Be proud of every time you accomplish something. I mean, Drew, for you, like I get so proud of, you know, every time you and I talk when it's not on a podcast about learning about what you're doing in business and how far, you know, you've gone so far. It's, It's amazing. And you should be proud. And yes, I know that you want more and you want more automation and you want less. But at the same time, what you've accomplished so far is still more than most people ever will, you know? And well, I appreciate, I, I appreciate yeah. that. And I'll, I'll tell you that's because I've seen someone like Chad, like <laughs> you make all of these mistakes and you're still alive. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, like every, every time Barely. you drop, every, every time you drop a new challenge, I know that, okay, I probably would have had a terrible time during that challenge too, but you made it through it. And yeah. so you and your business are, are absolutely a great icon, a great point of reference to go towards. And um, so thank you. 
but well thank um, you yeah yeah well before we talk about the the next podcast episode um i just wanted to mention that the funny thing about the trust the process your time is coming you know just do the work and the results will handle themselves that sentence isn't here are 57 things you need to do to be successful in business or (laughs) here are the 332 (laughs) steps to a million dollars start at step one and work the process because there is no process. There is no, I mean, there's morals, characters, um, you know, anecdotes, experiences, you know, like if you wanted to trade stocks, obviously you, someone could teach you how to trade stocks or options. But the reality is that every business is so different. Otherwise, you know, businesses wouldn't have their own differentiation or value, but there is no 77 steps to this exact result and that really the trust the process your time and coming is a cop out but the reality of it's going to be dynamic and it's going to change you just got to keep working at whatever it is that you're doing that's working what are, what are your thoughts yeah. chad i think exactly what you said i mean it's it's perfect working hard there is no substitute for that like you, you know you can hire all the people you want but at the end of the day like even me we've hired people and you know, I find new things that that I have to work on. And you know what's amazing, Drew? I think this is something I find so interesting in our business today is that as we've grown, as we've scaled, every time I thought we would be like in a spot where we can just kind of cruise for a minute, when when you get to that point, you start reassessing your current systems. And it's like, oh, our customer service was really good, but now it could be a hundred times better if we do this, this, and this. And oh yes. man, our sales channel was this great. You know, our, our site development was this, but what if we did this, this, and this? And every time you achieve something, you set new standards for yourself and then it allows you again to enjoy the journey and the process. And I, I think that's going to lead us into our quote for next week, which is a, um, a quote that, you know, I think you're experiencing today and I look forward to sharing more of, but it's, it's very simple. And it says a big business starts small by Richard Branson. This has been another episode of the Poster Boy Podcast, brought to you by utproducts.com. Find and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at theposterboybook.com to grab your copy of the book.